Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Football. And today we will be talking about uh, the our world starting 11s for 2021. Uh, as you know, Fifth Pro released their starting 11 and here's what they had. They had Donnarumma and Goal, Alaba, Bonucci, and Ruben Diaz at the back, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Jorginho, and Conte in the midfield. And they had four attackers, they had Lewandowski, Messi, Ronaldo, and Holland. Okay, uh, Diego, what's your initial reaction to that? So uh, I think it's a pretty solid team of the year, as we should call it. Um, all players performed pretty well during the season, and I agree with it. Yeah, there are definitely some changes I would make, and I know you have a bunch too. Um, we definitely have a variety of opinions here. Uh, I guess I'll start with mine first. Um, in goal, I have O Block. Uh, I I'm playing a four three three, so it's different from the three three four that Fifth Pro had. Uh, at right back, I have Hakimi, and it's at center back, I have Ruben Diaz. Um, I have Marquinhos at the other center back position, and my left back is Theo Hernandez. In the midfield, it's uh, identical to the one Fifth Pro had, except that instead of Jorginho, who I think is massively overrated. I have Joshua Kimmich. Uh, and up front, I have Messi, Lewandowski, and Holland playing at the attacker positions. All right. So for my team, much like Arnab, I had a 4-3-3. And uh, sort of <laughs> I have a little bit of bias here just because I'm an Argentina fan. So um, for Emi Martinez, I put Emi Martinez in the goal because he's had a really breakthrough season from – Arsenal going to the top of uh, the Prem, being at Aston Villa. Uh, for the center backs, I've got Kutia Romero and Ruben Diaz. Left back, I've got Teo Hernandez. Right back, I've got Hakimi. Midfield, I've got De Bruyne, Conte, and DePaul. Right wing, I've got Messi. Up top, I've got Lewandowski. And left wing, I have Insigne. Yeah, so uh, it definitely sounds like you went more of a route with... Uh like the winners of like continental championships like you had a lot of argentinian players and um you also had like insignia um who won you know obviously the euros uh but yeah overall that's also a pretty stacked lineup uh who do you think was the best player uh who would you give your ballon d'Or to well obviously messi because he won his first international trophy he he won the um, the Copa del Rey and numerous other like golden what was it golden boot awards and player of the tournament awards etc. Lewandowski had a really strong season, but I feel like most of it is simply attributed to his 2020 season, which I do agree they should have given him the Ballon d'Or during the 2020 season. But I, I think this year, Messi went over the edge and, and deserved it. Uh, I would like to point out that Messi has not been having a good season in PSG so far. It's uh, definitely understandable, but uh, I think that pushes Lewandowski over the top, who's just been pretty consistent and has just been performing at an insanely high level. Okay, and... Um, in your opinion, who is, I guess, like, the best defender this year? I mean, for me, I'd probably go with 
Marquinhos. I'm a Brazil kind of guy, and I think he's definitely – I think he's vastly underrated. Uh, and I think he's definitely an insane player, though. And his performances in the Copa America and overall in the Champions League, in league uh, which, you know, we don't measure. But, you know, I mean, he's still an insane center back. Um, I'm going to go, once again, as I'm an Argentina fan – for Christian Romero, because he got voted best center back in, in Syria, and then he made a uh, $50 million, I think it was, transfer to Tottenham. Tottenham, kind of an oil club, but still, he's helped them win a lot of games, and while he's been out on his injury, Tottenham have actually been suffering. So I think he's definitely a key player to any team that he plays on. And not to mention that in Argentina, within two games, it seemed like he'd been playing in the national team for years. Like, he immediately belonged there and made himself fit in. Yeah, uh, I think Romero is definitely an underrated player. I think people undervalue Serie A too much, which is why, like, that's my biggest complaint about, like, Romero not being not getting recognition. While I don't have him in my starting 11, I do think he's, like, definitely worthy of one, and I wouldn't, like – Unlike Bonucci or like Alaba or something, I think Romero's definitely above those guys. Uh, let's do another contested debate, I'd say. Uh, who do you think's better, Holland or Mbappe? Um, I think it's still kind of hard to say because they're both were like really young in their careers, so we're going to have to tell as they get older. Um, because how old is Mbappe? 23, 24? Something around their age. Something around there, yeah. And Holland is 20, so there's like a four-year difference between them. So it's kind of like the Messi-Ronaldo debate where it's difficult. Um, but I think Holland in, like, recently has performed better. Yeah. Okay, and um, I guess I think I'd go – I mean, I think I'd go with Holland. I think he's just – and in single score, but I think the jury's still obviously out. These two are, like, definitely future Ballon d'Or winners. Uh, as of now, I think Holland is he's, uh, better. He's performed at a higher level. Um, part of it, though, is that Mbappe, like, the true measure of success with Mbappe is when he plays in the Champions League. But to be honest, I mean, if you look at Ligue 1, it's improved a lot lately, and I think they've gotten a lot of good young talent there, despite losing – um, players every year but yeah I mean they're definitely you know they're still really young and I think the future is pretty bright for both of them all right and to finish up we've got our matches of the week uh, and the first one we chose is straight from La Liga Atletico versus Barca um, Barca doing a little bit better in their last five they got a win another win another win and then two draws not in that exact order and Atletico, meanwhile, is one point ahead. They play the same amount of matches. Atletico is one point ahead. They're in the top four. Barca's at fifth. So this could have major implications in the Champions League race. At this point, it looks like Barca will be out of the title race, but they do need to get into the Champions League. That would be an embarrassment if they don't. For Bundesliga, we've got Dortmund and Leverkusen. Dortmund is in second. Leverkusen is in third. These are two massively talented teams. Um... Leverkusen just signed a striker from Zenit, Sardar Asmun, but uh, who should definitely help them improve in the second half. Um, but Leverkusen is eight points behind Dortmund. 
and Dortmund looks like they, again, don't have a chance to Bayern. Meanwhile, our third club match is Inter versus AC Milan. Uh, this is, I think, in my opinion, this is a must win for AC if they want to keep their title hopes alive or keep it at least manageable. Uh, Milan is four points behind Inter, who have a game in hand. Uh, if Milan gets the win here, it'll be massive. Uh, they still wouldn't be leading, but they'd be much closer to it. This is pretty much a must win. And finally, we're giving out some AFCON recognition. Uh, you know, AFCON gets beat up a bit. And, you know, we understand that the talent is not, like, incredible or, like, Copa America, you know. But, like, AFCON, they still got some decent players. And um, we're about to see them in the semifinals. Uh, Burkina Faso will be playing Senegal. And Cameroon will be playing Egypt. And the winner of those will head to the finals, while the losers will go into a match for third place. All right, Diego, what are your opinions on these matches? Yeah, um, for the Barcelona one, I don't know what their chances are of winning because they have been improving under Xavi, but I, they still have been a little bit shaky lately. Um, for the Dortmund-Leverkusen, I think since Dortmund is much higher on the table, they have Holland, they've been performing better all season, they're going to get go with, with the victory. Um, for Inter... Milan and an AC Milan. I think that one was just like a, a Milan Classico. So, <laughs> um, but I think Inter's definitely been performing better, so they're gonna walk away with the win on that one. And the Afcon. Um, if I'm being completely honest, I haven't followed it that much lately because I don't have cable access. Like I can't watch the games. And, um. But but yeah, I'll see I'll see if I can get any updates on that. All right, and that is pretty much it for this week's episode of this week in football. Uh, we will soon be getting back once the Champions League starts up. We'll be getting back to Champions League fantasy and pick them. Uh, it should be pretty fun coming up. Uh, obviously, our YouTube channel will be showing our videos. Uh, and yeah, we hope you stay tuned. And if you haven't already, please like, please subscribe, uh, share it, um, and thank you for watching.